Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome aboard the Cane Radio's Chip Shot. Steady slamming with you here in the air chair. Sometimes I feel like maybe that song just could play it a little longer. Cool song, right? Caddyshack. Anyway, what a beautiful, beautiful weekend we've had this past weekend to play golf, to go to the gumbo cook-off. Wow. Chamber of Commerce Day. <laughs> of course, the Chamber of Commerce benefited from the gumbo cook-off. We hope the weather continues so we can enjoy some golf. My favorite time of the year, my favorite month. Before we go too far and thank our sponsors, I want to um, announce that uh, with sad news and a heavy heart, the passing away of my former partner, Curly Romero. Curly was 88 years old and died last week. We buried him Wednesday. I worked for him in high school, college, even as a pro part-time, on and off quite a few times. I can remember one time when I was a senior in high school and, of course, my dad didn't drive and uh, Curly brought me and dad to LSU so I could sign my uh, golf scholarship. Of course, uh, later on became his partner. At, uh, and, and during the glory days, we had uh, Tri-Parish, Iberia Country Club, and Sugar Oaks all at the same time. And what, what a glorious time that was in golf for us. And, and enjoyed a few beers with my two other people that were very, very close to him, Doug Beard and Brian Saunier. We, uh, we celebrated Curly's life after with a few cocktails and certainly enjoyed that. So may Curly rest in peace. Let's thank our sponsors. Golfballs.com, our title sponsor, located on Arnold Boulevard right there in Lafayette. Appreciate their sponsorship. Anything you want in golf, you can find it there, golfballs.com and you can try out their simulator and hit the newest and latest equipment from the uh, top-notch brand golf clubs. Uh, the companies like Ping and TaylorMade, Callaway, they have all their demonstrator clubs there. You can try out in their simulator. And who knows, maybe even buy a set. And then our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Cane Rose, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Achafalaya. Let's start out with Bellevue. They had that monthly dog fight, 16 players Teed it up in that. I don't have to tell you who was first and second. You probably already know. Ty cannot beat his son, Brandon. So uh, Brandon won this time. He shot 75 and was plus three. Ty was second with 76, plus four. And then finishing third is Dean Dashe with a 77. Coming up over at Bellevue is going to be a three-man scramble on Saturday, October 28th. And it's to benefit Acadiana High School's girls and boys basketball team. If you want to enter, call Ty at 828 2572. 828 2572. Three man scramble at Bellevue. Then down at Eagle Ridge, of course, I've been saying they got a new golf pro, Jess, Jeff Dupan from Lake Charles, in and out of the all field business. He's now a golf pro. And Started out in Lake Charles at Mallard Cove and Lake Charles Country Club. So at Eagle Ridge, he tells me they're restarting their MGA. As we know, they have a influx of members with their promotion they ran this past summer. Uh, $177 for three years. They got a bunch of members now. And so they're restarting their MGA and going to probably have some big MGA tournaments with a nice size membership. They're also going to re-slope and uh, re-handicap 
their golf course, according to the LGA's handicap system. They're adding a senior tees, so that'll give them four sets of tees after they uh, rechart and reslope their golf course. Then down at Atchafalaya in Patterson, <coughs> upcoming events this Saturday, October 21st, they're having the uh, Emmanuel Christian Academy fundraising golf tournament, 8 o'clock shotgun start. And coming up a little later in November, on November 9th, that's a Thursday, United States Coast Guard Golf Tournament, four-person scramble, $125 per person. And then Saturday, the following Saturday, November 11th, Nick Sanchez Golf Tournament, 9 o'clock shotgun start. Then down at Sugar Oaks, they closed all day today. I always say they're one of the few courses open on Mondays, but they're closed to overseed, and that's what they did today. Hopefully they'll get uh, a good spread with their seed and good germination and have a nice winter course. And so if you're looking for work, Sugar Oaks is the place. I'm sure they could have used some work today out on the golf course with the guys overseeding and putting down sand and water and stuff. You have to keep that seed wet for 10 straight days, they say, uh, and then it'll, you'll get good germination and good coverage. But at any rate, if you're looking for work outside of that, you can go inside or outside. 364-7611. They're looking for work behind the counter in the pro shop and also on the golf course to help with the maintenance. Their weekly specials continue, 9 or 18 holes on Monday and Tuesdays, $22. And their all-day special, my favorite one, is $31. Play as many holes as you want, and that's on Wednesdays. And so this Wednesday they were closed due to the Pro-Am so they had their shamble on Tuesday, the 10th. Went in the front, Paul Olivier and Ron Finley with 16 points. Then went in the back in 18 was Tam Rosemont. 16 points and then total 29 points. Then on Sunday they had another shamble, uh, but this was a team event, Sunday, October 15th. Went in the front back in 18 was Robert Burton and Roger Pisani plus 16. And then once again, our KC tournament was a huge success. We got, made a lot of money for Council 1208, which comes from St. Peter's Catholic Church. And once again, a special thanks, especially to Melvin Oob and Tom DeGeneres for all the work they've done, along with uh, a whole slew of other knights uh, and the cooking team and even box score. He's not a knight, but he certainly helped out tremendously with the auction, and we appreciate all their efforts because uh, the knights... Columbus do a lot of good things in our in our community. They are they <coughs> raise funds for pro life, the social service center, St. Francis Down, the homeless shelter, only to mention a few. But back to the tournament results itself. Three man scramble. First gross went to Doug B.R., Tom B.R., and Chris Viator. They shot 60, tied for second, and went in on a scorecard playoff as my grandson Drew Sliman. Teamed up with uh, Lafayette High teammate Gabe Wartell and UL freshman Adam Trahan. And they tied with Nick Boudreau, Kevin Arsenault, and Sid Champagne. On the net side, Keith Romero, Jason Bear, and Coy Duplantis were shot 44 and won that. Coming out second was our own Ralph Boxcar Bajeron along with his son Cody. Fun times for them. And they teamed up with our good friend Jim Reed to shoot 47. Third place went to Cayman Cropel, Drew Landry, and Colin Trowell, 49.
And thanks to Bart Booty, the president of the Gator Golf Club, as he got me some uh, results from uh, the Gator Golf Club. Uh, let's talk about last month's September's final tournament there was played at uh, Kashati Ponds in Kinder. Winning first place was Tom Grimsley, plus four. Winning the second flight was Kent Kern, plus eight. And then this past week, they played out at Oak Wing, and he was raving, Boyd was, about how great the golf course was. My friend Robbie G. was not present there, but uh, he said uh, they took good care of them and their, their Gator Golf Club. So winning in the first flight was Heath Boudreaux, plus four. And in the second flight, they had a bunch of players, looked like about 20. Nathan Como, plus five. Their next event's going to be November 11th, next month, at uh, Beaver Creek in Zachary. And like I told Boyd, it's one of my two or three favorite municipal golf courses in the state. And another nice municipal course that I haven't had a chance to play is the newly renovated Mallard Cove in Lake Charles. And Boyd's trying to get that final event for the Gator Golf Club in December to be played there. And uh, he said he heard a lot of nice things about the newly renovated Mallard Cove in Lake Charles. Then down at Cane Row, they're also overseeding their golf course, greens, tees, and fairways. They started today and will continue tomorrow and Wednesday as well. And the course is closed to, uh, to play uh, on all three of those days. And once again, that's to get a good uh, germination and, and seed out on, on the golf course. You don't want carts running around the golf course moving that seat around because you got to keep it wet and it'll stick to the wheels of the golf carts and, and uh, you know, spread it out all over the places where you don't want it to be. So uh, good for them for closing, taking a few days off and uh, getting that done. And also at Cane Road, their junior rates are $25 after 1 p.m. and $15, uh, well, that's before 1 p.m. After 1 p.m. is $15. And they have specials for uh, veterans on Wednesdays, active or retired veterans, $25. Then their senior rate, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $35. And then their twilight rate, it's, uh, it says after 3 p.m., but uh, <coughs> I kind of believe that they, they might have moved that or might cheat a little bit on that. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $30. And the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, $35. Then they're running a special. If you want to be a member, now's the time. In the month of October, they're having a big, big special. You get a full membership, dues, cart, and tax for only $300. That's an amazing rate. Your, your, your green fees are dues. Your cart, tax included, only $300. Plus, you get a month free. So that makes it even less. It's amazing. Of course, they're going to give you a month free after the end of the year because you're obligated for a year. But nonetheless, that is an awesome rate there. <clears throat> and then if you uh, are a member, you get some other perks as well. 20% off their soft goods and 10% off their hard goods in their pro shop. And they have a well-stocked pro shop, one of the best in our area. And then my favorite thing is you can book your tea time one week in advance as opposed to the public which can only uh, book that tee time one day in advance. And you chart, they chart your handicap according to the Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system. They also waive your dues for their MGA. And the word is, I hear that uh, they might start up some tournaments with the MGA and, and uh, some activity with that. 
they also have UL Raging Cajun locoed merchandise. So this weekend's homecoming for the Raging Cajuns. Maybe peruse around the pro shop there and see if they have anything with Raging Cajun on it and surprise the, you know, your loved one or good friend with that. Golf shop sales online. I'm sorry. Golf shop sales in the pro shop. Johnny O. Polo's 25% off. Travis Matthews belts 50% off. And they have some GPS stuff in there, range finders, which uh, talk to you verbally, gives you the yardage, plus it plays music when it's not doing that. That might be a nice present for someone, your loved one. Then upcoming at uh, Cane Row is Catholic High School's Big Red Classic. It's going to be Saturday, October 21st. That tournament raises funds for the Catholic High Panther football team. And by the way, the, the Catholic High Coaches Show will come up right after Chip Shots tonight with Tony Landry, the voice of the Panthers, and, of course, Coach Matt uh, Desimo as they're coming off a big victory over Delcom. Getting back to the current events, or coming up events, October 27th and 28th, Kane Rose is going to have that club championship, 36-hole stroke play with uh, flighted divisions for seniors as well as the other flights. Also on Friday, they're going to have a putting contest, and uh, I think it's going to be uh, free food. And uh, from what I hear, I think it's going to be fried fish and uh, maybe some shrimp as well. Boy, I like that for sure. And then they're providing lunch on Saturday and Sunday. So uh, along with the putting contest, only 80 bucks to participate. Then the Kediana Pro-Am was held at Cane Row. A whopping 167 players teed it up. I got to believe that's a record. Uh, I don't know if we have those records, but uh, that's a lot of players got to play Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. They had a hiccup on Thursday as some of the players started and they had that's when that front came through and they had uh, a little bit of a shower, so they completed it on Tuesday. But nonetheless, good going for Doug B. Arden getting that many players in and out of Cane Row on some nice golf and nice golf course. Glenn Gidry, Michael Landry, Tom Carroll, Mike Barrez, plus 17, won $160. Second place, Kempton College, Brad Rodriguez, Paul Walters, and Dwight Fusilet, $125. They were plus 11. Third place, Dwayne Perry, Brett Galata, David Brown, and Daniel Horton, $70. They were plus 10. I think Doug paid eight places, seven or eight places, so the, that speaks well for the number of players we're getting. Uh, the low individual players, Kevin Arsenal, plus nine. Kevin had seven birdies and nine holes on the front nine and then got rained out, and he was one of those guys that finished on Tuesday. Tony Baudouin, plus nine. Kyle Vinegar, plus 12. And then Kevin Booty, plus 12. Wow, some good scores on a nice golf course. Next event for the KDN Pro-Am is going to be Eagle Ridge. Welcome into our studios is my friend and compadre, Ralph Boxcar Bachelor. Welcome aboard. Let me turn on your mic. Uh, yes, sir. Hi there. Hi. All right. Almost done with the local stuff. If you have anything, chime in. I do not have any local news uh, this week, uh, unfortunately. Okay. So, um. Well, the Ga uh, Lafayette Men's Golf Association, uh, from last month, they had their uh, events. The second Tuesday of the month, they're out of town event, and they played at a Chafalaya. First place, Jay Frederick and Mel Potan. And then their home course, Muni 
Lafayette Muni. It's called Abab Muni right there in Lafayette. The format was front back in total. Marshall Miller won first place there. Okay, on the uh, there's plenty of local <coughs> news coming out this week on the college golf scene for local colleges. Uh, start out with uh, Chuck Winstead, the LSU golf course <laughs> golf coach. <laughs> well, Ooh, talking too fast, too, yeah. my score. <laughs> slow my roll, right? <laughs> yeah, slow your roll. <laughs> like we did Saturday. Slow my roll. Oh, that, not, not, don't go that <laughs> slow. <laughs> not that, that, not that, slow. Not that slow. Okay, Coach Winstead uh, resigned or stepped away to, from his post as a director of golf at LSU and the head men's golf coach uh, for health issues and to uh, concentrate and focus on his health issues. He's the winnest, winningest coach in history at LSU, and uh, his assistant, Andrew Nelson, will step in uh, as an interim coach. In 2015, Winstead won the SEC and the National Championship, and because of that, he was Coach of the Year in both of those categories. And he won the National Championship for the first time then in 60 years at LSU. Wow. Yeah, you know, and I think, um, that, you know, golf always kind of takes a back seat when it comes to, you know, sports at, at, at the major collegiate level. And, and it's a shame because, you know, before the – LSU women's <laughs> basketball before the, the the nice football runs. I mean, the you know we, they were winning national championships on the, in the golf scene, you know, and and um, kind of goes forgotten sometimes when 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 those uh, yeah six, banners 60 go up. Sixty years you know? between yeah. between championships is a long time. That's a long time, yeah. Man, you know, so and and uh, Chuck played golf uh, at LSU, and he te- was a teammate of. Uh, Won David Toms in the late eighties. So oh, I didn't know go. that. You know, so and they never won a championship. Well, that's yeah, that's you know some I of mean, the. I mean, I'm sure they won some SEC championships, but not the national championship. Oh, I, I know it's just crazy years. when you look at some of the the teams in the past and, and who was on that those rosters, and you kind of you kind of say how how did they not win? You know, or or maybe they. Well, I mean, you know. the, to answer that. You know, specifically is you need five players that can play yeah, like a David yeah. Toms, okay, or or Sam Burns, you know. But I mean, there were some of those teams at Stanford and um, oh man, what's that, the school? Um, I'm drawing a Stanford's blank now. Stanford's where but, uh, Tiger Woods and Tiger Woods, and, yeah, uh, Tom Watson um, played. But but go, even going back, Oklahoma, from, Oklahoma State's been, yeah, they were, in a way in the past when I was playing, Houston was a perennial national champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, but they had a whole, they have a litany of of players that uh, and from my era that played golf texas was a pretty good school as well but yeah but you uh, just never know how that you know collegiate success will translate to the to the pro level you know no exactly and we talked about that with uh, even with lsu's national championship teams i mean they, yes. they really didn't you know john peterson smiley yeah. kaufman oh um, my god this going guy's going down the wrong way oh Ooh, on main street big yeah. old rv big rv and the uh, wasn't um, uh, Lexi Thompson's brother on that team? Too? Yeah, b- both of them. Curtis and, and Nicholas. And Nicholas, yeah, yeah. yeah. crazy. Yep. yep. All right, back to uh, to college golf. I don't know how you Home. can end up going the wrong way down <laughs> in a vehicle that size. Oh well, that's scary. Yep. Oops. Okay, so you uh, have homecomings this weekend, and uh, big events are associated with for the UL Raging Cajun golf team. In fact, they're going to induct into the Hall of Fame one coach, Bob Bass, who was Theodore's golf coach at UL during his tenure there, and one of the most outstanding sports 
media guys in, in uh, South Louisiana is Dan McDonald. He's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. So associated with that this week on Thursday the 19th at 5.30 at Oakbourne, they're going to have a player meet and greet. Meet and greet, of course, the 2023 Sunbelt champion, Raging Cajuns. And then on Friday the 20th is their big fundraiser, the Bill Bass Open, played at La Vauchain at noon. And, of course, Bill Bass was Coach Bob Bass's father, and uh, he coached Bill Bass. I mean, he coached the Raging Cajuns, Bill Bass did, uh, during my era. And so the tournament's going to be a four-person scramble. And then on Saturday, the 21st, is actual homecoming game versus Georgia State. The Cajuns play Georgia State. And the UL golf team will be honored at halftime along with the Hall of Fame inductees, Dan McDonald and Bob Bass. So that ought to be interesting stuff for the Cajuns. Yeah, they couldn't find an easier opponent than Georgia State. (laughs) They're pretty good. Yeah, they are. I mean, uh, it seems like they could have played UL Monroe or someone like that, man. And then last week, um, <clears throat> UL finished up in the University of South Florida Invitational, and they finished tied for fourth and uh, with eight under par, only one shot out of second place. They were eight shots out of first place, which was a tie. But uh, nonetheless, the Cajuns are rolling. They, uh, they, they, two or three players are playing good, and then two or three players are not. They can't seem to get it together. But right now, they've... You know, after two tournaments, they are 33 and five, along with three ties. So, uh, if you relate that to football, they've beaten 33 teams and and only lost to five, and that's pretty good stuff there. Uh, and they were the only team in, in this tournament to shoot all three rounds under par. And and uh, their event this week, along with LSU, they're playing as well. Last I checked, the Everett Everett Buick GMC Classic being played at Chanel Country Club in Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, LSU was leading at 12 under par. UL was 4 under par in third place. And uh, leading the team was Eli Artigo with the 66, 6 under par. And Jake Marler, the senior from Shreveport, 3 under par. Milan Potiger from South Africa, 1 under par. Disappointingly, Dylan Keating shot 78. And Burke Alford shot 81. Those two guys have been playing fairly well. I think Dylan hurt his back doing some kind of deadlifting, doing that training. Imagine oh, doing lifting kids. weights. Yeah. But they did it in front of a trainer. I just don't get that kind of training no. know, during the season. Oh, and we see it time and time again it happens. You know, and it, I get wanting to be in shape. You know, I kind of blame Tiger for that. I mean, yeah, he, right. know, he was the one that started all that stuff. And and, uh, and look where he's ended up. You know, a career that is over with before the, you know, in his prime, you know. and, and um, uh, I, I really think, you know, honestly, Ted, it, it, even in, in, in football, that's what's causing so many of these injuries now. These these guys, they, they just work their muscles to the point where there's no, uh, no, no, no leeway, you know. It, it, they're just so tight. So in shape, if you want to call it that, but but they, that makes it easier. You know, I forgot what John Daly, whoever said, you can't pull fat. You know, <laughs> and him. you know, and you know, and, and it's true. You know, that, you know, if you don't have a muscle, you can't pull it. You know? so, oh man! And you know, I mean, it, it, it's got to be a balance of of that because guys yeah. like John Daly, who never was in shape ever in his life, played pretty darn good golf. You know. 
And I mean, you, you look at at Jack Nicholas. He was big, fat yeah. Jack when he came out. And I mean, a whole all the, slew of the older players. The only one I say the older players. The only two two that I would really say had some kind of fit. But it was it was just aerobic type exercise. It would have been Gary Player, Gary Player. And, and Sam Snead. Yeah, you know, bec- you know, but it wasn't weightlifting and no, stuff like no. that. You know, right. I mean, th- those guys in those days, the most weight they lifted was 12 ounces yeah. in the bar, <laughs> you know, right. when they went after. But, uh, yeah. It's... So, UL finishes up uh, their season, their fall season in uh, Maui uh, on the 26th through 28th after this tournament they're playing in now. And, uh, that's a good thing because Maui definitely needs some, uh, some love and attention after yeah. those terrible yeah. fires they've had. I hope they uh, found some kind of way to – to tie the golf tournament into, uh, you know, some relief effort. Uh, I think they, are, they have plans uh, to do that in some way, shape, or fashion. Of course, we'll find out from Theodore. Maybe we'll get him on before he leaves for that. He has a little bit of break in between this tournament and that one. Then on the junior scene, my grandson Drew, this coming weekend, will be playing in the Louisiana Junior Cup matches at Southern Trace in Shreveport. Now I have the honor of bringing him there as the, uh, they split Louisiana too. I think probably north and south. And uh, they'll do a Ryder Cup style match. And then after that, the Notre Gay Junior National Championship being played at Kashadi Ponds. Drew will tee it up in that. That's November 4th, 5th, and 6th. And then he'll end, end his fall schedule at the Lake Charles Fall Classic. That's where uh, the PGA from Texas teams up with the PGA from Louisiana. And they have players from Texas and Louisiana playing in an event. This is the second one they do that. That's going to be played at Mallet Cove. That's another match play, too? No, no. It's just it's an individual. But uh, you see, the Louisiana Junior Golf Tour is strictly for Louisiana players. Right. Texas Junior Golf Tour is, I guess. So this is one way they're combining the the, the players from there. That want to play, you know. Yeah. So he'll be competing. They'll be competing Louisiana and and Texas uh, against each other individually. All right. A good course. I'm looking forward to seeing Mallet Cove. I don't know if you listened earlier, but uh, Boyd Booties wants to end his Gator Golf Club at Mallard Cove in their final event in December. Uh-huh. And uh, he said, you know, from checking around, he's got some positive reviews from their renovated golf course. So they, they kind of, did they keep, keep the original design? and the just routing, kinda, I'm not sure. Or they just kind of re- you know, blew it up? Uh, you know? I, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, that's yeah. something I like to see because I played maybe a couple of times the old Mallard Cove and it it was nothing special, you know. It was just, it was kind of like Vosheng, a plain yeah. vanilla, mm-hmm. just tees, greens, and fairways, you know. Right, right. No special routing or, or design to them. Yeah, it's, it's um, you know, it, we, we kind of we forget about some of the, the hidden gems we have here in Louisiana. You know, it, we, we talk about other uh, courses, uh, the Robert Trent Jones and some of those places. But, uh, but right here, you know, if you, if you want to make some trips, man, you could – really kind of go to Lake Charles and, 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 and play two or three really good golf courses in, in the course of a couple of days. Then you could take a, a trek up to, you know, Alexandria and play, uh, you know, Oak Wing and, and Lynx on the Bayou and uh, North Louisiana. You got some great courses up there, too. And, you know, absolutely. Got a know, few, few, right. down, few down here, too. You know, I mean, um, yeah. So, hey, the one in um, – I'm going to draw a blank um, – Past the Chafalaya going toward, you know. La uh, Tours. Yeah. It, it, it's open. It's it got open re- again. Rebought, okay. yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I think okay. they uh, they got it open. And Is it private or public? Uh, not sure about that. 
you know. Mm. I mean, they're lucky if it's just open, you know. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I mean, you know, besides, you know, well, the hurricane did it big damage, you know. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily to the golf course, but, you know, to the surrounding area, you know, all of that area. Well, it was just such a LaFouche bad location, Paris. too. I mean, you know, as far as getting people to go out there. Yeah, so, I mean, so. it's kind of hard to draw from New Orleans. It's, it's a good drive, probably 45 minutes to New Orleans, and then you have Homer, another they're about 45 minutes so yeah. yeah the location's not that great but uh the guy john brady the the owner of the land had a vision you know and he, he pumped a lot of money into it and unfortunately passed away like six months before they opened the course and yeah i don't think his family uh had the same vision he had well yeah a lot <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> that happens a lot and the deep pockets it's not just with golf either right <laughs> all right we'll take a break and then box score and i will be back after these messages Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vine, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, Golfballs.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at Golfballs.com. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Tesh Matters, 10 to 1, on New Iberia's home for the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane, 107.5. And welcome back to Chip Shots. Teddy Sliman, Ralph Boxcar, Bajeron sitting in the studios here looking out at a pristine Chamber of Commerce day out there. What a beautiful day it was. Huh, Boxcar? I mean, oh, come yeah. On. I tell you what. Um, you know, we, we, we had hell to pay for a, a couple of months there in the summertime this year. But uh, God has blessed us with some fantastic weather. I know, man, they, they, they had to set some records yesterday with the gumbo cook-off uh, with, with the crowds. I mean, the weather was just uh, just It was pretty perfect. crowded. It was perfect, <laughs> yeah. you know. And, and um, yeah, I mean, if you're a golfer, well, the only problem right now is that, um, you know, Cane Rose closed for a few days for their overseeding, and uh, Sugar Oaks is also closed for their overseeding. So, um, you know, might have to go somewhere else to play. But, um, but, you know, we've always complained about that. It, this is the time to do it. So oh, no. I'm, if you go I, yeah. somewhere else, they're probably doing it too, you know. Well, and maybe not yeah. the exact dates, but this span of time, before November the 1st, you've got to get that seed down. And yeah. The, and the bad thing is you can't cut the greens, 
you know, because you'll pick up the seed. You know, right, you right. don't want to do that. You so you got to let it grow. Yeah. yeah, and you got to keep the seed wet. And they don't want you trampling on the greens to yeah. make the seed go off the greens. I mean, it's just. Well, I get and it. The, and the weather's always beautiful. It's perfect, yeah. <laughs> That's what you yeah. just sit there. God, why can't I play? Oh, uh, no. Well, you know. I'm, can't have it both ways, huh? Yeah. No, I'm sure there, there are, like you said, there are some courses I, I, that don't do that, I, I would imagine, right? Well, I mean, yeah, some courses don't overseed at all, but uh, yeah, <laughs> they're, well, no, not, I, they're I probably it. not the courses you'd be eager to go play. Either. Well, I just, I just didn't know if some of the, um, you know, I know it's one thing on the fairways, but I didn't know if some of right. the, the modern greens didn't require that. You know, if, they, if maybe the hybrid grasses. Well, that's um, the, that's the question. None of them requires it. it it's all for show, for oh, look, for look to make it look good. Yeah, because okay. the Bermuda is going to go dormant no matter what. And, yeah. and it doesn't preserve it or make the Bermuda. It doesn't have any effect on the Bermuda. It's just for, just like for planting, a green look. It's like doing, playing wintergrass in your yard. Exactly. Just to make it's just it look for pretty. the look. Okay. Yeah, and, you know, so you can see a green that you're hitting to, whereas, you know, like on a flat course when, where everything's brown, you might not be able to see, you know, the, the distinction between the green and, and the well, fringe and whatever. That's and, what that big flagpole is for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, you might not be able to see it. Well, <laughs> I, I couldn't. I can't see the green. What are you talking about? <laughs> but I, uh, I aim at clouds. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Well, you do a, a really fine job at doing, doing that too. Yeah. So my brain's yeah. up in the clouds. I got the whole story today from Larry Aye. I had to go. Oh, get, you went? Okay. Yeah, I, to, um, I didn't get my box there, but uh, <laughs> but I went before that. And the famous he was, box. He was telling me about your two we, your two wedges, and you're trying to match up. Oh, the he wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> He couldn't get it, but he, he was blaming me that I was getting too oh, yeah. old. Oh, no, he, he was blaming you for sure. Oh, and yeah. He, and then he was blaming George for uh, interjecting his his input as well. While, uh, while I'm trying to talk to him, I'm talking to George, you know, so I know I got two ears, but I only have one mouth. Oh, yeah, I got, I got the holster, but, 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 but the job did get done, right? Oh, yeah, and my wedge worked beautifully. I mean, <laughs> there you go. That's all that counts. I haven't tried the one I bent the loft on, you know, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he won a, a little tournament. He told me um, at um, uh, Muni this past weekend, he played in a two-man scramble with uh, John Davis, and um, oh, they, okay. they shot. That's, that's old teammates. Yeah, they shot fifteen under the first day, uh, and then I think nine the second day. Mm-hmm. But they they won, and then he. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. I mean, he he sold his credit, so he had two hundred fifty dollars worth of credit. It was uh-huh. what they won. Now you know what the markup is in a pro shop. Normally, forty percent. Normally, if you can sell your credit to somebody, you're doing good. If you can, <laughs> if you can get half of what it's half, worth, right? Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So, so especially them because he gets stuff at cost, right? <laughs> yeah. So he, but he ended up selling his two hundred fifty dollars worth of credit for for two hundred bucks, <laughs> which was was really good. You know, he he just went in the, in the dining room and said, "Hey, I got some credit to sell." Um, I got two hundred fifty dollars. What a salesman! And then the the first guy said, "I'll give you two forty five. Oh and my he, goodness! He, he said, "I don't." He said, I, "It's not worth that." He <laughs> said, "I'll let you have it for two hundred. So he ended up selling it for two hundred. But the guy was like, "Give him two forty five." My word! I was like, oh my goodness! You my. know, you know, they had a darn good golf team. I think they won back then. It was the NAIE, you know, national. It wasn't. It wasn't a you know. Division one NCAA, right? And, right. Yeah. But there's still a big tournament. It would be like the NIT in basketball, maybe, winning that. And uh, they won it. They oh, won really? It. His team won it, yeah. Oh. Well, one, one of those teams with John Davis, Chad Williams. Mm. Um, oh, God, I'm drawing a blank. I see the guy's face. Menville. 
uh, and um, you know they had <laughs> they had about they had some six, si- yeah, six or eight good players. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah they competed against each other to, to make the team. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and and just when you mentioned in those names, <clears throat> I, I'm pretty sure a couple of them have won the or came close to winning the uh, state amateur too. You oh, know especially I mean? John Davis. Yeah, Ooh, that guy can and play I, still, man. Yeah, he used to team up with Bill Lan a lot, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in tournaments, and we, they won everything. Any they would of, win all, everything, right? Yeah. Huh. Yep. Anyway, right, let's uh, talk about some national that. golf. Yeah. yeah, the Shriners I, was played in Las Vegas. Pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, they had two two storylines, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the first one uh, they got. Well, you know what? It it really wasn't as big of a of a story as I thought it was going to be. You know, you, you saw a few headlines before about. Lexi playing, but it wasn't anything compared to when Michelle Wee played mm-hmm. or Annika, you know, back back then. For some reason, it just <laughs> seemed to be, you know, maybe it's just the time of the year or the the tournament itself. I'm not sure, but um, but look, man, I mean, she she did a great job in uh, uh, accounting, you know, giving an accounting of herself and and her game, and and uh, certainly. Did, did anything but embarrass herself and, and, and really came close to making the cut. No, really? So, um, yeah, but the other story, what I found. But wait, let, let, yeah, she shot 73-69. He right. only missed a cut by one shot. Right. She she said, a, that's even par. And she, she, had had a, she had a six-foot birdie put on the last hole to make the cut. Now, I don't think she knew that it was just to make the cut or not, you know, because uh, it, it was kind did of. Did she make it? No, she missed it. She missed it. She missed it. To, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, the six, so if yeah, she'd have she, made, she'd made it, she'd have made, made the, the cut. cut. Right, yeah. right. You know. But she also squandered. She was actually four under on her final round with three holes left, and she bogeyed two holes coming in um, and then had that birdie put on the last hole. So, you know, yeah, it was definitely within reach for her to, to, to make the cut. Um, and she beat a lot of guys. No, <laughs> yeah. no bull, really. <laughs> I mean, she beat about 70, well, about 60 guys anyway. 60, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she, she's only the seventh woman to ever play in a PGA event. And Babe Zaharis. Zaharis is the only one to ever make the cut. And she did it right. twice. But she was, she was like. <laughs> and she was only the second one to shoot in the, uh, in the 60s. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Wee was the other one. You right. Know. Right, um, which is and then, and then she played with Ben Griffin and Michael Kim, and both of those guys they they praised her. You know how, how she, they said she was only like twenty yards behind him. And I know these guys aren't big long knockers like right. some of the guys, but still, if you only you know twenty yards behind, that's not too bad. You know, so uh, no. and 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 she held her own. They said she she hit it inside of them plenty times on on the par fours, and and uh, you know I think it's good for golf. I mean, you know, both of us had our ifs, ands, and a buts about it, but uh, I think it promotes golf, especially girls' golf, because she got a lot of attention by doing that. You know, of course, well, it was a sponsor's exemption because, yeah. like you said, she's a uh, an ambassador for, 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 for yeah for Shriners. Shriners, and, and you still know, there's good publicity, man. Well, absolutely, and that's the that's I don't have a problem, you, you know, with that, and 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 we don't need to turn it into a circus. You don't need to have no. a guy going on the LPGA tour, you know. That's, right, right. You no. know, this is fine. I mean, but, you know. But while we on her, and before you go to the winner and all, and and talk about that, I, I, I had this question to ask you. She's ranked like 25th. I know she's got potential galore. She's 28 years old and been out there a long time, and and a heck of a player. But she, her game is in a slump, and she's mm-hmm. ranked 25th or something like that on the LPGA Tour. How can a, a girl come out of that and play so well 
against the guys just like that. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. Uh, you know, sometimes I don't want to say people play up to their competition, you know, because yeah. it's, it's a different thing. That's her living on the LPGA tour, you right. know. But um, I, I just think, you know, sometimes you can kind of kind of dig a little deeper and find that extra motivation to try to, 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 to prove, you know, that you belong in a certain situation, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's – you know, I, th- I think obvi- – look, if you put her on the, LP- on the uh, PGA Tour week in, week out for one season, <laughs> she'd, she'd no. probably wouldn't make any cuts. Right, no, okay? no question. But th- for this one tournament, I think she was so motivated. Yeah. Um, and and she, she just – she wasn't – you know what, what, what I think it is? She wasn't trying to – when you're on the LPGA Tour with her status, you have to think when you tee it up, you're trying to win – she her goal here was just, just not to embarrass herself, just to to make a good showing. Right. And I think she it just kind of freed her up. You know, she didn't have yeah. to try to shoot seventeen under. You know, and compete with the the, the lees. And that, the, that makes the, some sense. You, you know? know. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, really, I, I was searching for an answer because both you and I, when we heard this news last week. We said, well, you said for sure, and, it made, and that made a little sense, is that, wow, they could have found uh, a better player, you know? Yeah, well, no, I mean, I, I thought mean, it jokingly, was, you said it, but, yeah. you know, she's an ambassador for Shriners, but still in all, you know, she played so well, I think above what I expected her to play. I oh, just thought she'd I think she played go above, through pedestrian uh, rounds. She and, probably... She probably exceeded her expectations, yeah. Ted, if you really think about it, you know. Man, like but, you said, four and a par with what? How many holes to go? It's, with three. That's pretty she impressive. Bo- she bogeyed those two holes coming in, you know. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I, I don't I – don't, I didn't watch any of this tournament, no, to be no, honest. No, no. So, I don't know what the holes looked like, whether they were hard or not, you know. But, um, but the other storyline is really – I did not realize this um, until I was reading the story – you know, today, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, I knew Tom Kim had defended his title, but to do it in the same calendar year yeah, you know, right. is really <laughs> incredible. Crazy. I mean, it's, you know, because of the way they redid the, you know. The, Byron the, Nelson's the only other yeah. guy to do that, and that was in the war year, 1944. Right, uh, you know. Probably didn't have very many tournaments, so they had one tournament, whatever one he won twice in the same year. Yeah, that's when he won the, what, the 12 in a row? Was it 12 in a row? 11, yeah. Uh, I think 11. 11. Freddie Haas won the 12th. Oh, okay. <laughs> Broke his streak. Okay. Of course, Freddie's from New Orleans. God yeah. Soul. Well, you know, and I know Nelson will never get the full credit um, because, you know, the, the, the contention the is, yeah, yeah, all the, you know, a lot of the lead players were out, you know, in, in serving their country. Well, I know but, Sam Snead and Ben Hogan were. But so. I don't care who you're playing against. Yeah. When you win, a, you know, you know, you could be playing against us, you know, <laughs> and you win 11 in a row. That's, that's, yeah, pretty, that's pretty special. Yeah, you know? No, it is. It's, I mean, it's a record that will never be broken. Yeah. Never, ever. Tiger Woods' record, will, I mean, Jack Nicholas's record will fall before this one will. Yeah. I, yo, no, especially in the modern era, you know, I, I just think he's kind of a, um, you know, forgotten guy when you start talking about the greats. And I'm not saying he was – he belongs in that, you know, top five or not. But he was a really good player. Oh, you know? God, yeah. Um, so. I, I think he's in the second tier. You know, with, with you know, you, you, got, you got Hogan and Nicholas and Tiger and, you know, maybe a couple others. But then, you know, with Sam Snead, Byron Nelson, Lee Trevino, you know, he, he belongs in the same category with those guys. Right, right, you know. Yeah, yeah, one you got 
Tom you know, Watson, one A and one and one <laughs> right. A, one A. You know, right. I wouldn't. Yeah, it's just just below. You know, but yeah. But anyway, um, and and here's some other incredible stats. And and again, you know, I I just I mean, Tom Kim's a guy that I I knew he was good. You know, I knew he was young, <laughs> um, but also didn't realize that he he now has won three PGA Tour titles at the age of 21. And uh, he's the uh, youngest player since Tiger Woods in 1997 to have three tour wins, you know. So, mm-hmm. and that's three times in the at last. At his age. And, yeah, at his age. The, the last 15 months, you know, he's won, won three times, you know. So, I mean. Yeah, he's only legal to drink like the last three months when he turns yeah, 21. I mean, it, it's pretty incredible, you know. A, lot, you know, a year ago, he beat Patrick Canley in the playoff um, at TPC Summerlin to win. Uh, and then th- this time um, the Las Vegas event became the – and he won by one shot over uh, Adam Hadwin, you know, mm-hmm. so um, – Who but, was in uh, a playoff last week, wasn't he? At, at, I, th- at I think the, so, yeah. At the uh, Sanderson's Forum. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, so, and, you know, he's <laughs> has some stout players. And then Byron Nelson, it was in 1944, he won the San Francisco Open uh, at Harding Park uh, in January oh, okay. and, and December, both uh, both in 1944. Uh, one other stat, you know, you said he, he defended his title. He's the youngest player to ever defend his title in 110 years. That's probably ever, really, in a game of golf. Yeah. I mean, you, probably you somebody know. like old Tom Morris or somebody like that. Well, when, yeah. When I there mean, was only a few players. And when, they were, when it was, they were shooting. They were shooting like 80, you know. <laughs> they were winning the British Open, you know, yeah. with, with 80s, you know. I don't know what the, what the aggregate score was, but, I mean. It was you, high. You, oh, yeah, you start looking at it. He's like, oh, you know. I mean, I know they were great, but. Hmm. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, um, nice nice finish there. And, and again, um, you know, a guy you, you definitely have to have to kind of kind of look out for, you know. Uh, uh, born in South Korea and. Raised in Australia, um, and he had a dynamic debut in the in the Presidents Cup. You know, and I, I just wish a, I just wish they would kind of consolidate the Presidents Cup and the Ryder Cup and just have one cup, where you had this the best players in yeah. the world. You know, going at it. But it's a publicity you know. stunt. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Just, but, um, but the other anyway. thing that, that that when I think back on Tom Kim, <clears throat> is when when he won his first tournament, <clears throat> he didn't even have a home. In the United States, he lived in the hotels, and he played in every tournament. Yeah. You know, he didn't. He didn't need a home. Golly, can you imagine that? Mm. Well, you, you know, I you mean, gotta be young to do that. Yeah, <laughs> to yeah. live like a gypsy. You gotta be young, and you gotta have some either you know be playing well to be making money. Uh, yeah. Or because you're not. It's not like. Um, it's not like the, the PGA Tour is not like. Le Triomphe and the nationwide, you don't have these host families putting you up. You know, you're, no, you're, you're carting your own expenses. Most there, of the you know? time, yeah. Most of the time. I mean, um, ooh, they might be. Might be <laughs> they, they finally caught that guy. Took them a while, but uh, anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, so and a good, good story there. And then, then um, uh, on the uh, LPGA uh, Tour, um, uh, Angel Yin uh, won that. And, and it was, you know – kind of a good storyline because um it was the buick lpga in in shanghai and it had been canceled for the last three years because of covid19 and uh turned out to be a great uh, great tournament uh, angel yin and lilia vu were dueling for the title and uh ended up um that uh miss uh, yin won it there and and became a major champion um 
after 159 LPGA starts, she finally won her first tour, you know, victory. So, oh, good, good, good stuff. Good, there good deal too. there, you know. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, but I tell you what, there's so many talented young young players on on, on all the you know tours. I mean the mm-hmm. the LPGA, the PGA, the DP World Tour. Man, what the heck is going on? Hmm. A lot of ambulances. Hmm. Wow. Um, and then uh, on the uh, DP World Tour, Mathau Pavon won his first uh, DP World victory. And I tell you what, this is pretty <laughs> impressive now. He won the, the Spanish Open by four shots, um, and he held off a charge, uh, well, early rally by John Rahm and uh, a late charge by Marcel Siem. Um, so that's, you know, man, you, you – Start talking about beating John Rahm for your first victory. <laughs> That's pretty special, man. Yes, know, it is. Pretty special. All right. So, uh, and just a little other news. Uh, this, this amazes me, and I know it's something crazy, but uh, Kyle Berkshire, the long drive. Last week, uh, he's 26 years old. He's the long drive king. His, his uh, club head speed was 241 miles per hour. His ball speed. And uh, he broke his own record. This week, he hit a ball. Hold your seat. <laughs> 579 yards. Oh, he, my goodness. He carried it 512 in Rawlings, Wyoming. Now, okay, that's 6,700-foot elevation, and they had a, you know, a good yeah. wind behind him. Uh, it doesn't matter. 512 yards, he carried a ball. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, that's not even fathomable. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, that, I, no. that's, that's teeing off on – I mean, I'll just I'll just say I'll pick number sixteen at Sugar Oaks. I mean, just because that's that's hitting it on the green, <laughs> you know, on the fly, right? Yeah, with, with your driver. Now, can I mean, you just just try to imagine that? I, I mean, I can't even. Okay, I, I can't that even is. fathom that. No, I mean, no. Um, and then, man, I hate to hate to announce this, but um, God, it goes to show you how much the, the money is is there. Uh, Taylor Gooch. Taylor Gooch, of all people, um, he won the season-long individual championship on, on Live Golf. He won three times and had a runner-up finish, um, and he won $18 million for that um, season-long title, which doubled his career earnings on the PGA Tour, which was $9 million. So, you know, uh, yeah, it's uh, all about money. It's it's just it's not even funny anymore, you know. It, 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 uh, it, yeah, I don't even. Oh, and you know, I, man, Ted, I'm just not seeing this, but but God, all right, all right, rest in peace to Andy Bean. Andy I, Bean, yeah. I didn't know he had passed away. Wow. Yeah, he had lung failure from uh, a battle with COVID, you know, nineteen. And oh uh, man, we were talking about him on a couple of uh, shows ago. Remember? Well, he played at La Triumph, right? Yeah, and that big... He was part of that skins match. Yeah, yeah, I think so, when they opened it up. Yeah, it was him, Jan Stevenson, Lanny Watkins, Fred Couples, and maybe one more. Uh, Could be, I don't know. There was... Um, yeah, but that, that, you're uh, right there. Anyway, yeah, yeah, there was one one other guy, but I, I'm pretty sure... I think he was there. I think mm. Maybe it wasn't him. He might not have been. They were All talking right. about the guy that never practiced. Uh, it wasn't him. Um I met him once in Florida they had put right a, after he won the Western Open. It was, this was oh when God, I was playing the mini this? tours. 
he, uh, he, he was good friends with a guy uh, I roomed with, played for University of Florida. And okay. we, we were playing together in the mini tours in Orlando. And he had just won the, in a playoff that Monday, the, uh. day, the day after. Oh. And he flew in from uh, wherever they were playing in, in uh, Chicago, around Chicago. And that was his first tournament, but uh, oh, it was the other guy was Fuzzy Zeller. Never mind. Yeah, right. It wasn't. Yeah, he, Andy. It wasn't Andy Bean. But um, anyway, uh, I got this yeah. story with Tiger Woods. It's real short, but uh, this young he, Tiger Woods uh, junior golf tournament was being played. And of course, Tiger was there, being the sponsor and watching the kids. He watched this kid named Holden Batista make a hole in one. The next day, Batista made another hole in one. And so at, at the, uh, it looked like, uh, I saw the video, it looked like at, at the uh, banquet, he asked Tiger, have you ever made two hole-in-ones <laughs> <laughs> in the same tournament? And Tiger was just like stuck. Oh, he yeah, couldn't he, respond. Uh, I forgot the quote Tiger made, but he was, he'll never forget that little kid. <laughs> no, I know. That was pretty cool, though. But yeah. to make two hole-in-ones, with Tiger Woods watching, they showed the, the first one with Tiger Woods actually Watching because I yeah, guess he was, he was stationed the, the on group, a part three. I, I think he was behind him playing. I think Charlie was behind him, right? Either that or or he was Tiger was standing on the part three to to recognize all the kids oh, okay. going through. You know, and, and they were of course filming every move Tiger Woods makes. You know, yeah. but that was pretty cool to see. Well, I tell you, Ted, he man, the pictures I've seen of him recently, he has aged so <laughs> so much. I mean, yeah. really, you know, it, 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 yeah. it just looks like he. It really, he looks like he'd be in his mid-50s, you know. Um, you know what you talked about earlier about him exercising so much. Imagine if he'd have had a, a trainer or if his daddy wouldn't have died. His daddy probably yeah. wouldn't have let him do all that. For, to number one, he wouldn't have done all the, you know. The, yeah, the crazy stuff. Crazy yeah. stuff, right. Yeah, but his daddy probably would have would have prevented him from over-exercising because his daddy was a smart dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt. And, I mean, his dad wasn't, I mean, he was a military guy, but he wasn't a... Uh, he was a big guy. You oh, know, yeah, he wasn't, yeah. But he know. wasn't slim, trim, no, you know, muscle no. bound. No, no, no. So, All right. Well, well we got the coach, uh, yeah, coach's go show, right, coming up. Uh, Catholic High Coach's Show. Yeah, yeah. So, so stay tuned uh, because we've got Tony Landry and, uh, and Coach Desimo coming up uh, on the uh, Catholic High Coach's Show next on Kane Radio. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vine, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear golfballs.com was founded here in acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization located on arnold boulevard next to harbor freight tools and of course online at golfballs.com hey guys if you're looking for the top golf experience in iberia parish you need to look no further than cane row golf and turf club low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens the recently refurbished sand traps and incredibly plush fairways 
And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. 